Rain in wealth with a gold IRA from Noble Gold Investments. A gold IRA can fortify your own financial kingdom. Imagine the confidence that comes from a retirement backed by a tangible, proven asset, gold. An asset that's not at the mercy of unpredictable market swings. Gold, silver, platinum, or palladium, the realm is yours to command. Fend off concerns about economic downturns and let your wealth thrive with the timeless security of precious metals. Now, past performance is no guarantee of future results and always perform your own due diligence before making any investment decision. But this month, the first solid one quarter ounce gold standard bullion coin ever issued with King Charles image on it can be yours with your own qualifying gold IRA or 401k rollover of $50,000 or higher. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Call Noble Gold Investments at 877-646-5347 to get started or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, welcome back. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for clicking play and thanks for tuning in to SGT Report for the real news the mainstream horror media refuses to share with you. I'm very glad to have back on the line my longtime friend, Bob Kudlow. He's the founder of Trade Genius. Bob, welcome back. A lot to talk about today. Oh my gosh, Sean. Yeah, same to you. Glad to have you here, my friend. Let me do a screen share here. I'll just tease a few things today. Bonds, stocks, and bullion, I would add to that Bitcoin, all bounce as market calls Powell's hawkish bluff. In this, I wanted to ask you about this a little bit later in the show. Government numbers make no sense at all. I'm talking about the job numbers. The USA's Pravda Media, Bob, won't dare question official narrative, so we'll talk about that. And I really want to ask you about two hilarious things. First of all, the physical silver supply is being drained by the COMEX at unprecedented rates. I'm going to play a soundbite about that in a minute. And this one, let's lead with this. BlackRock loves Bitcoin. You can't make this stuff up, guys. I've told you once. If I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times. These demon creatures will do whatever they can to take from you what is rightfully yours, in this case, Bitcoin. The SEC and that snake, Gary Gensler, have refused to approve a Bitcoin-traded, Bitcoin-settled ETF for more than a decade. They've shot down the Grayscale one. They've shot down the Winklevoss twins attempt. They've shot down every single ETF. But get this news, hilariously predictable if the SEC and that Goldman Snake Gensler finally approved this one from BlackRock after shooting down every other Bitcoin-settled ETF for a decade. What's the big news? Well, BlackRock close to filing a Bitcoin ETF. You just can't make this stuff up, Bob. No, we've said it since the very beginning. My view on Bitcoin is is that it's a construct of the United States intelligence agencies, and uh, and it's the backup plan for the dollar when the dollar fails. And uh, if you notice, Bitcoin's always been kind of left alone, and you know they've been blowing up the altcoins. You know, recent uh, Gary Gensler action, uh, just the latest salvo. You know, and and. Uh, and and but they're allowing now the institutions to get into Bitcoin. Now that doesn't take anything away from Bitcoin. So uh, you know I don't care who gets into the game. We've been always telling you you got to own some of this stuff because they're going to um, they're going to let her rip. You, you you heard Janet Yellen earlier this week um, saying that well you know uh, the how did, you know she says in her Munchkin voice um, <laughs> that um, you know it's going to be a uh, uh, reserve currency of the dollar is going to be more and more at risk. We're slowly going to reserve, re- lose reserve status. And uh, 
because that's their game all along. They're going to hyperinflate away the debt. And so there's only one off ramp. Well, there's two off ramps. But, you know, the Bitcoin off ramps a little bit easier to to, uh, to maneuver around than the gold off ramp, you know, which, you know, physical is harder to hold. So um, our view has always been when we get to the end here, uh, you know, Bitcoin and 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 gold are the only two non-liability uh, uh, assets out there. And you better have some. And this is just proving my point. You know, they just slowly, they, they slow walk it, then they pull it back a little bit, let you lose interest. And then they take it, that's like a boa constrictor, Sean. They just keep squeezing in, you try to, you exhale, you lose it again until they uh, finally, um, they finally have you. And you just can't let go of your coins because, you know, look at the timing too, right? You know, it's going to get to a point where there's going to be really no new coins being, being printed Unless the price gets so high, it's worth it to print that, you know, new coin. I always use the word printing. People always hit me over the head to mathematically derive new coins from from the uh, the work ethic of the miners. But look, at fear not, you know, Mara, Riot, BTBT, Hut, you know, there's a few others out there. You know, once we get through this next down cycle in the stock market, you're going to want to own them anyway. And, you know, we're convinced, you know, Mara, you know, for example, is probably a 10 bagger in this next move higher. So, you know, if you're afraid of Bitcoin, make sure you own the Bitcoin miners that are publicly traded. I think that's sound advice. And the reason I wanted to really lead with that story is the fact that it's always the bankers at the end of the day that have humanity in their sights. And they may out of one side of their mouth say that they don't want cryptocurrencies. As Gary Gensler just said, why do we need any more crypto? We don't need more cryptocurrencies. We already have cryptocurrencies. In his words, I'm quoting, we've got digital dollars. We've got digital yen. We've got digital euros. That's literally what the man said as he targeted Coinbase and Binance, and he refuses to provide any regulatory guidance whatsoever to these companies, one of which I just mentioned Coinbase already went public. So the SEC greenlighted them to go public. But now they're in the crosshairs of this demon snake who would do nothing when he headed up the CFTC to rein in the manipulation of gold and silver by these same big banks. And I'm going to play a soundbite in a second about that. Do you have any comment about that? How Gary Gensler out of one side of his mouth can be saying, well, I don't know if uh, Ethereum is a security. I don't know if Litecoin's a security. I don't know if uh, Solana's a security. I could play a soundbite from a few years ago where he literally named four cryptocurrencies, one of which was Ethereum. And he said explicitly that it was not a security. Over 70% of the crypto market is Bitcoin, Ether, Litecoin, Bitcoin Cash. Why did I name those four? They're not securities. Three quarters of this market is probably not securities. The man is just an absolute two-faced liar. Yeah, well, you know, if you notice, anytime these clowns get up in front of Congress, they all have memory failures. Or I don't have that document in front of me. Oh, no, I don't think that's what we said. You know, it's it's, it's just a lot of rope-a-dope by these guys because they they know they're all protected. And Gary Gensler was put up there. When I, when he, when I heard Gensler was going to get the job, I just I just rolled my eyes and said, oh, they're going to screw over crypto. You know, and so because he, he is a snake. I remember he's tied to Bankman, too. Okay. Yeah, Bankman Freed. That's right. He was real chummy with Bankman Freed while he refused to meet with Brian Armstrong at Coinbase. 32 times Armstrong and Coinbase reached out to talk to this guy. They never even got a meeting with him. 
Yeah, you know, I hope there's enough Democrats in the House that are as pissed as the Republicans that they can at least throw an impeachment on the guy, throw a little tar on him. You know, it, it's just amazing. Look, he's doing the bidding of the deep state. The deep state don't want anything in, in front of their ability to uh, to um, maintain power through borrowing and through uh, the creation of of, uh, of money. So that's all he's in there for. You know, he, and he's he's just a professional liar. Yeah, he is. He really is. And he has no issue at all about the boldface lying. And you mentioned the deep state. I'm so glad you did that. I want to play a soundbite here from our actual president, the real president, the guy who got 75 million legitimate votes, probably more votes than that that weren't counted. Here's President Donald J. Trump, a soundbite featured on Patel Patriot's Devolution podcast. And Trump says something extremely powerful here, which I think speaks a little bit to the demon creatures and the swamp creatures like Gary Gensler. This persecution is being done by the same weaponized agencies that for seven years have been running illegal psychological warfare campaigns against the American people, much as if they were trying to destabilize a foreign country from the. They've been running illegal psychological warfare operations for at least seven years, much like they're trying to destabilize a country. I don't think truer words have ever been spoken in anybody that questions that man's desire to drain the swamp at this point, I think might be part of the problem, not Donald J. Trump. Bob. Yeah. And look, I mean, you know, uh, you know, we went from gay to woke, you know, and then, and now all of a sudden, what about UFO and aliens? Right. You know, it's, it's, you know, as you and I both, we've talked about this for years, you know, we're, 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 we're knee deep into the spiritual realm here. So um, it's, it's really, um, it's, I think it's reached an end point, to be honest with you. I do too. It's the spiritual awakening that I'm most excited about. It's the great awakening versus Klaus Schwab's great reset. One more quick screen share here, then we'll get into the meat of the conversation, guys. But, uh, you know, Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum, he does want you very much to eat the bugs. Well, imagine what you might be eating when you do eat the bugs that Klaus so badly wants you to eat. I'll just roll on this video. That's a grasshopper. And being pulled out of that grasshopper are parasites. Not just one. One minute and 41 seconds of parasites being pulled out of that grasshopper. You want to talk about the economy in our future, Bob? If it's up to these people, we will all live like 16th century serfs for the rest of humanity. That's what they want for us. That's what the Great Reset is. Yeah, well, they all want us in 15-minute cities. So, look, you know, my view all along is that they're pissed with the French Revolution and the American Revolution, and they lost their feudal systems, and they want them back. They can't go back to saying the king and the queen and the royalty came from from, from, from God. That's how they, they, they have infected the people before they were literate. Now they just have to do it a different way. And uh, they want you on the farm. They, they, uh, they want you contained. And they don't want you to mar their beautiful countryside. And that's where they're going to live. And we're going to be shoved in like, um, like um, you know, Kurt Russell in Escape from New York. <laughs> that's right. No, that's right. And I keep saying that the Hunger Games, where they show those districts, That is the 15-minute city model now rolling out in the UK, now rolling out in parts of Canada. And you know that they're eager to roll it out in places like Boulder, Colorado, wherever they can get away with it, and places like California. Let me play one more clip here before we talk about some winning trades. You're going to love this. 
The state of California has at least one honest state senator. His name is Scott Wilk. I think I have that right. And he warns California parents to do this. I've been here and witnessed a, a full frontal assault on charter schools, taking away parents' choice and how their children are going to be educated to the detriment, particularly of children of color. In recent years, we have put government bureaucrats between parents, children, and doctors when it comes to medical care. And now we have this where if a parent does not support the ideology of the government, they're going to be taken away from the home. Now, I agree with both Senator Weiner and Senator Laird that today it only involves divorce proceedings. And frankly, a judge can already factor, factor this in. But I can assure you it's not going to end with divorce proceedings. In the past when we've had these discussions and I've seen parental rights atrophied, I've, encur I've encouraged people to keep fighting. I've changed my mind on that. If you love your children, you need to flee California. You need to flee. We are moving towards the pathway of the, of the hands made tale. California is becoming the new Juliet. And it, it just breaks my heart. Born and raised in this state. I love this state. I'm not going to stay in this state because it's just too oppressive. And I believe in freedom. And so I'm going to move to America when I leave the legislature. Unbelievable. Literally. A sitting state senator in Cali, California, Bob, saying, move to America, get out of California. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, look, all our friends are leaving. My brother-in-law just left today. He moved to Carson City. He um, sold his house and um, they're gone. And, you know, and he contributes to this state probably forty dollars or $50,000 in state income taxes, you know, and, and um, that's state income taxes. And, you know, multiply him by, you know, the million people that have already left this year. You know, it's, this, this, this state's going to become a hellhole. And, uh, you know, I'm not too far behind. Uh, you know, I think in the next couple of years, uh, you know, once we um, see our daughter off, um, you know, she's working now and get when she gets wherever she wants to be, you know, longer term. So we don't leave her in a lurch. You know, we're probably going to move too. it's sad. We love it here. I mean, absolutely love it here. But uh, they're, 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 just, they're just in your shorts on everything all the time. They can't ever leave anything alone. And in the meantime, California, look at L.A. The, every city council member is, is like unindicted un, 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 for, you know, for allegedly for fraud and for corruption and conflict of interest. And, you know, they know they're just taking what they can and they're, they're leaving the city to look like garbage. They're going to do um, they're going to do congestion pricing in L.A., the city where the car culture began in this country. They're going to try to do congestion pricing. Well, everything moves to L.A. if it wants to go north. OK, you know, for trucks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're going to now like start doing congestion pricing for six or eight hours a day, um, you know, Commerce is going to come to a standstill. In what this, does in that this. even mean? Is that like toll road pricing or gasoline yeah. pricing? What does that mean? Yeah, toll roads. They're going to throw toll roads up on the interstates. Yeah. And, and they're going to just, you know, what it's going to do. People are just going to go on the surface roads to go yeah. around it. And it's just going to, it's going to lock the city down. It's going to be absolutely insane. So we're going to see how that all plays out. But um, yeah, you know, unfortunately, um, I have my target. I'm not telling people where I want to live because I want to make sure I get a good price 
for my house, but um, <laughs> uh, not my house. I'm selling the house I want to buy. But um, but yeah, you know, it's sad. And my wife has always been so 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 California, born and raised here, and she's the one that's starting to say to me, "Hey, we got to move," and which is really sad. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Just a quick word about our sponsor. Did you know Bank of America is saying gold will go to 2200 this year? An all-time high. Invest in a gold IRA with Noble Gold Investments today and take advantage of this rare opportunity to secure your retirement savings. Now remember, there's always a risk of investment and no guarantee of any kind, so do your own due diligence. But I myself own gold. With the experts at Noble Gold Investments, you can ride the wave of gold's historic rise to financial security amidst all the inflation. This month, they're offering a solid silver 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with every qualifying precious metals IRA or 401k rollover. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth and bag a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin if you qualify. noblegoldinvestments.com that's noblegoldinvestments.com. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the Marxists are control freaks. And so they're single-handedly destroying what was once a wonderful, wonderful state. And uh, it's all part of their Marxist cultural agenda in United Nations Agenda 2030. I should say just one more thing regarding California. In San Francisco, I've seen two news items in the past month, one of which that said the owner of the largest mall operation, has surrendered the mall back to the lender because it's not worth doing business there anymore. And the same is true with the largest hotel in San Francisco. They're just giving the keys back to the banks and saying, we're done. There's just no reason to be here anymore. Yeah, it's not just that. And it's more than one hotel and it's more than one mall. It's also, um, what's his name? Musk. He, uh, Twitter headquarters are going to have to, their people aren't safe. He, uh, he was doing an expose of the people that work there their cars are smashed in within 10 minutes of parking them. You can't park your car in the streets in San Francisco without them being um, a smash and grab. So he's like, look, we're going to have to, we're going to have to move. I think, um, I don't know if it's Salesforce, but another one's moving out. And, uh, and, you know, if old foods is shutting down there and, uh, and so, and all the Walgreens are shutting down. So San Francisco is going to become Detroit. It's going to be amazing. Now, the only thing I would say that may turn it around is if the Asians in San Francisco get their heads out of their rear ends and stop being Democrat and start voting their self-interest, they could take control of back of San Francisco in a heartbeat. But they've been they, they, they're passive and they don't do anything about it, but they got rid of their D.A. And so if things get, you know, a little bit too um too hot for them. They may, they may in mass turn around and, you know, and start flipping these, these, these seats to protect their own self-interest. But man, the place is an absolute mess. That's where my wife was born and raised that we, we don't even want to set foot anywhere near there. Yeah. It's very sad. Uh, if there's any wish I could have for the folks in California, because so many of the folks there are mega loving patriots, good people that are being victimized by these Marxists that are in control of the state government, including House of Getty, the guy sitting atop California, uh, the governor there. And uh, it just breaks your heart. What I'd really like to see is that state broken up into six or seven mini states, at least four of which would be red. 
probably five or six, probably six of the seven would be red, to be honest with you. So I guess that's one thing to keep an eye on. I know there's a move to do just that. All right, we're going to talk about some attaboys. I'm going to tease what's coming next, guys. Silver Vault holdings in the NY Comics vaults are plummeting. That's because silver price discovery is a total fraud. That report from our friend David Jensen in just one minute. $25,432 today in Bitcoin. It's up 1.23%. I only read that news item because of the news from BlackRock. Of course, the banksters want their piece of Bitcoin. I don't think they're going to kill Bitcoin. By the way, the one cryptocurrency that Gensler admits is not a security, Bitcoin. Tell us about any winning trades, crypto or otherwise, this month. Yeah, I mean, the thing that we've been, um, you know, we've been really, really careful because we, I think today might have been the blow off top. So we haven't been doing too many trades in the long side. But, you know, a couple trades that have been working for us is uh, looks like coal and energy are getting bid. So, uh, and you know, I've been talking about uranium for a long time. CCJ has finally took off back over $30 um, on that one. We've been recommending that one now for quite a while. We think it's going to go to 58 plus. Uh, there's a really cool shipper out there that ships um, liquid petroleum gas, not liquid natural gas, called Dorian LPG. Pays a dollar dividends. It was a $20 stock. It just shot over $24. We're, we're in that one. And then BTU um, basically paid off all their bills now and uh, is starting to make its move higher too. So if you're not in BTU or Council Energy on the coal side, take a good hard look at those. And um, and then in the meantime, we're looking to uh, to short the AI stocks, but that'll be a story for July. Oh, that's interesting. You know, I know that there's AI stocks. The other thing I know, too, and I haven't really dug into this, is that there is AI generated stock picks, which I know have drawn a lot of attention for people. Is that what you're talking about? You're talking specifically about AI related stocks that are probably yeah, a bit of a bubble. Yeah, yeah. NVIDIA is in an absolute bubble. And so there's actually a stock out there called NVDS. And uh, that is 1.25 short of NVIDIA. NVIDIA is trading right now, Sean, for $35 price to sales. It's impossible. The way you think about it is that they would have to give up 100% of their revenue to their shareholders for the next 35 years to be able to pay for somebody buying NVIDIA today which is simply an impossibility. When I was doing M&A work, if you got one or two times sales for a private transaction, you know, you're on the brink of overpaying, okay? And here you have these companies trading for 35 times. Some microsystem during the dot-com boom went out at 10 times price for sales and then fell 80%. And Scott McNeely, who was the CEO of the time, he wrote kind of an expose audit and he said, the price of my stock is utterly insane. I can't justify it. And he's the CEO of the company. And can you just imagine NVIDIA at 35 times? You got you got Apple almost at $3 trillion market cap. They have no hope of Apple ever, ever earning that much cash for their customers that are their shareholders. And so... Um, so we think um, we're blowing off now. Yellen's going to have to refill her uh, her bank account and all that liquidity, which she was pushing into the markets over the last six months is going to reverse. And so, um, you know, we think today, uh, Tuesday, tomorrow or Tuesday, we're probably seeing a, a significant top in the market, just like what happened last August. And then so we'll flip the switch to short 
And then what we'll see after that, Sean, is that we'll start seeing Bitcoin, gold, silver decouple from the down move. And those guys are going to recover first because they're going to panic and start shoving money back into the uh, into the markets. And energy is still holding up. You know, I think uh, uh, the um, uh, the Biden administration's pissed off the Saudis in such a way now it's personal. I don't know if you saw when Blinken went to see and meet with the, the king of, uh, of of Saudi Arabia. He didn't put an American flag behind Blinken. That is normal protocol to put the flag of the country of the person being interviewed by the host country. Wow. That is like that is considered being a good host. He didn't even bother. So I don't know if Blinken begged for the meeting, but but Ben Salman just basically said, "Okay, you're here. What do you want?" Wow. No, I missed that. But you know what? That really plays into uh, the clip I played earlier from Patel Patriot in that Trump comment. You know, this is a conversation about what is the real government versus this banana republic usurper government led by Joseph Robinette Biden, who's obviously a traitor in the pocket of foreign nation states who has openly taken bribes and laughs about it when he's asked about those bribes. So I think that's very, very telling that. uh, And by the way, Trump had a very good relationship with the Saudis. They respected Trump. So I think what we're seeing is nation states like China, who won't even take Biden's phone call. They're recognizing this usurping fake government for what it is. And that is a blessing in my view. All right. Mega cap tech. Yeah. Mega cap tech has really been carrying the NASDAQ and this whole story of the stock market. It's mega cap tech, which is where all of this inflation is going. I'll do a screen share here. The U.S. debt clock. It's not getting any better, friends. It's not getting any better at all. Meanwhile, the government has these phony baloney job reports out saying everything is just fine and dandy. I wonder what Bob might say about that. I can ask him in one second. Otherwise, I can play this clip from my friend David Jensen about silver price discovery, absolute total fraud. Uh, what do you make of the phony baloney jobs reports in this phony baloney government, Bob? Yeah, you know, they've been showing that employment's been increasing and, and, and employment's tight and all this good stuff. And and all of it comes from the they're, they're called fudge factors. You know, they're, uh, they're the birth death models. One of my customers says there's, there's no, there's no BS like the BLS, you know. So, right. um, it, it, you know, everything is a, everything is a fudge or a, or a, or a, a filler number in, in there. They just, they just simply lie. Just like Biden miraculously showed ten million dollars on his 2017 uh, uh, tax return out of, out of nowhere, right? So they just, uh, they don't care. They're just gonna make the number up because what they're doing is they're talking to these algos. Right. If they get if the number hits to the algo, the algo just fires off and they use derivatives then to bowl everybody over who's acting reasonably. So that's what's happening here. That's why silver has been getting pounded. Everything's going to pound it till it can't. And these snapbacks, these slingshots are going to be absolutely brutal. You know, we're going to slingshot higher natural gas, slingshot higher in silver, slingshot higher in oil, you know, and we're going to slingshot down in the markets and and they're all going to come. And they're going to hit people like a two by four at one time. Once these break, it's not like you just releasing pressure. The rubber band snaps. Okay. And do it with volatility index too. So that because these algos have no context and no feelings, they don't, they're not worried. Okay. They're just looking at a math construct. And when that math construct says, says, well, that's as good as it gets. They just turn off just like in 2011 and you get flash crashes and, and we're we're at that point now. We're we're seeing 
unprecedented levels of, of, of buyer sentiment, buyer participation, um, uh, price to sales ratios that we've ever seen. And I thought 2008 was the cake. And but this is way beating it. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned NVIDIA. I did hear the other day that NVIDIA hit a one trillion dollar market cap. That's absolutely nuts. All right. Last topic here. All right. The barometer of all things inflation is gold and silver or it should be right. Platinum, palladium. We'll get to palladium here in a minute. Thirty one trillion dollars in national debt. So why in the world? Do we have Comex vaults plummeting to near all-time lows? And why in the world do we still only have $24 silver? Well, David Jensen sums it up, I think, pretty well here in the second soundbite. Here's the first soundbite about the Comex vaults. Um, so what we're looking at here is the vaults in New York um, under the registered silver category. So registered silver um, is the metal that is available for market delivery on the commodities exchange um, uh, that's uh, in New York. Um, the registered vault holdings, uh, they rose in 2020 um, up to about 152 million ounces, um, and now they've declined down. Uh, this is a, a graph that ends at the beginning of June, but today, uh, or sorry, on June 12th, um, uh, the amount of metal that was in the registered category for delivery was uh, 27 million ounces, so a little bit lower than shown there. I want to pause it there. I'll just make one quick comment. Then, Bob, you jump in here. So it's my understanding after talking to CEOs of precious metals company like uh, Keith, like Keith Newmeyer from First Majestic, it's my understanding that they only mine about 800 million ounces of the stuff, silver, in physical form out of the ground on an annual basis. So if you look at these COMEX vaults, if they only have 27 million ounces of silver left in physical form, even if you believe that number, which I don't, 27 million physical ounces, that represents just 2.7% of the annual mining supply. That reminds me of the fractional reserve banking system, Bob. I mean, that's what we're looking at here. It's total fraud. It is. It is. It's the producer's own fault, too. None of these guys are holding back from these guys. They should just say, we're not selling our production forward anymore. But they don't do that. So they know they the bankers have them over a barrel. It's You know, and, it's interesting uh, you'd say that. I hate to interrupt, but Keith Newmeyer and I had that conversation. He did try to convince other CEOs to do just that, and he didn't get any cooperation from anybody. Yeah, that's part of the problem. They know they have you. You're like a drug dealer. You have to keep going to the to the to the, you know, to the pusher here to. To, you know, to get your get your dollars. And a lot of times these guys have bank covenances that require them to sell sell their, their production forward to make their bank payments. So, you know, unless that changes, they got them over the barrel. But here's one thing we're going to talk about in three months. Um, maybe we'll talk about it next month just to set the stage. But we're having an awful, awful, awful uh, wheat crop this year in our heartland. And, um, you know, with this global solar minimum and now these forest fires, they're not getting the solar radiance and they're not getting the, the rain. And uh, it's it's going to it's going to play havoc on food prices. So that's going to rear its ugly head again, too, Sean. Yeah, I don't doubt that for a minute. All right. One more thing before I show the rest of that David Jensen clip. I want to share one more thing about that. But uh, I've got some undercover video for you, Bob, of those NVIDIA Apple and Tesla workers feverishly working to try to maintain that $3 trillion Apple market cap and that $1 trillion NVIDIA market cap. Here they are, Bob, working every single day feverishly in the rain, in the snow, in the wind, in the storm. They're like U.S. postal workers. Uh, They're like your uh, local postman. Children 
pulling the rare earth minerals out of the ground for less than $2 a day so that Apple can enjoy that $3 trillion market cap and Tesla can sell those e-battery cars, Bob. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is if, if you want a picture of of the American elite, there it is right now. And they would rather substitute those poor African children to to, to American children. They don't care. I think that's spot on. That's not hyperbole. Klaus Schwab would literally do that if he could get away with it, or they'll just butcher our kids and, you know, force bioweapons masquerading as vaccines into their arms. All right. So what is going on with silver and how does this story end? Well, my friend David Jensen sums it up pretty well right here. It's action um, versus the actual supply demand. Now, going back to 2016, uh, we had a similar situation where the lease rate uh, started to spike in palladium. Um, and what that forced was these bullion bank uh, traders were squeezed out of their price maintenance for palladium uh, in the London market. And the price moved uh, five times over the next uh, 24 months. Um, we're getting to the point now where the the uh, the, the, the bullion bank uh, silver traders um, it, with with central bank oversight are are being squeezed in a, in a similar fashion. And it's a question of how long they can maintain this price action. Um, given the uh, the fixed uh, the fixed amount of metal that's in the market, and the fact that we're now into a, a situation where there's uh, the supply deficit is built up now for four years um, and running, and um, the the uh, the excess stockpiles have been bled off, and, and the lease rate is spiking because of a lack of metal availability. So, um, we're, I'm expecting the uh, bullion banks are going to have to step out of the market immediately or face default. Um, by offering their silver uh, paper contracts into the market on a, on a continuing basis. They can't continue um, with this pattern of action. Oh, that's music to my ears. I just hope that happens sooner than later, Bob. Yeah, and I remember that palladium and platinum, the Russians uh, withheld supply, and we, we had an instant double. And I think that's what's going to happen, gold and silver as well. All right. Well, you know, when uh, David just said bullion bank traders there, I jotted that down and I almost wrote T-R-A-I-T-O-R-S just out of habit because everywhere I look these days, traders, 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 and the rhinos are certainly a part of that. All right, guys, our guest has been Bob Kudla, the founder of Trade Genius. Bob, I'll leave the link below. How long is the current offer good for? Yeah, you know, normally I do it every Saturday, uh, Saturday midnight for you, uh, Sean, but I'm going on vacation so people have to, to to June 24th to take advantage of the 65% off anything non-bundled and anything, I mean, anything bundled, anything non-bundled, 40% in the store. Use the Father's Day promo code to the 24th of, of June, and, um, and then you'll be able to take advantage of the discounts. All right. Very good. And uh, I want to thank the audience for tuning in. But first, I'll thank you for being on today. Thank you, Bob. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me. All right. Friends, thanks so much for tuning in. As always, a special thank you to all of you for merely clicking play. And I'll remind you every single day for free. Visit us directly for the real news, the antidote to corporate propaganda and all those mockingbird mainstream media lies at SGTReport.com. God bless you and yours. Bye bye. I think they finally decided this is the way to do it. You had the millions and millions of people that died, especially in World War One and World War Two senseless bloodlettings and all the other wars they've had I, I think that this they've decided this is this is going to work better they came up with a warp speed vaccine spike proteins all that stuff and of course even those of us who aren't vaccinated 
we have to be scared too because we don't know what the shedding is doing or coming contact. We may be in much more danger from vaccinated people than they are from us.